Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello everyone, this is Kelly Brooks from Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I am so glad you joined us for part two of our new series, The Ransom Road. This week we will begin in Matthew chapter 26, beginning with verse 47. We will begin talking about the betrayal and arrest of Jesus. While Jesus was speaking to the disciples, Judas showed up the disciple who had betrayed Jesus. With him came a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. This would include the temple guard and some Roman soldiers. Judas had plotted to give the crowd a sign to show them which one was Jesus. He told them that the one he kissed would be the one they needed to take hold of. I cannot imagine how sick Jesus must have felt for one of his closest followers to betray him with a kiss. Not only did Judas kiss Jesus, but he addressed him as master. Jesus in turn referred to Judas as friend. He asked him why he had come. The evil crew laid their hands on Jesus and held him. This is the place where Simon Peter drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest. He cut off his ear. The name of the servant was Malthus. Jesus then put his ear back on him and healed it. This shows the true nature of Christ. Even in the midst of this horrible betrayal, Jesus is still showing Judas friendship and the soldiers' unconditional love. Jesus told Peter to place his sword back in his sheath. He tells him that all they who take the sword shall perish with the sword. All Jesus would have had to do would be to pray to God and he would give him more than 12 legions of angels. That would be more than 72,000 angels. If Jesus had have chosen to do this, The scriptures could not have been fulfilled. In that same hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, which would have been about 600 men, Are you come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and you laid no hold on me. They would have done this much sooner had the opportunity arose, but they feared the crowd's rejection. Jesus told them that the reason all of that had happened was so the scriptures might be fulfilled. All of this had been predicted in the Old Testament. At this time, all of the disciples forsook Jesus and fled. Think back at all of the times the Pharisees and Sadducees had harassed Jesus, and still he took the time again and again to help them try to see who he truly was. He loved the disciples as his own family. He spent day and night teaching them the ways of the kingdom. They betrayed him and left him alone 
with a crowd that was seeking to take his very life. The crowd took Jesus to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. This would be the court of the high priest. Peter followed Jesus, but from a distance. I cannot imagine the guilt Peter must have been feeling. Peter went to the palace of the high priest. He went in and sat down with the servants. They did not care anything about a trial. It was not important to them whether Jesus was guilty or not. They simply wanted him dead. That's so sad. The religious leaders of Israel made up this group of murderous haters. Even though many false witnesses came, they could not find any fault in Jesus. At the last came two false witnesses. They began to tell, this fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and build it again in three days. This was a twisted version of what Jesus had actually said. He had actually referred to his physical body that would rise from the dead after three days. The high priest arose and then asked Jesus, Answerest thou nothing? What is it that these witness against you? But Jesus held his peace. We can learn so much from Jesus' actions. He was the creator of the universe. His creation was tormenting him. He could have stopped the charade of events at any time. Yet he held his peace for you and for me that we could live eternally. The high priest then said, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us whether you be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus simply stated, You have said, Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. That day, I believe in my heart, is on the horizon. At the second coming, all will see Jesus in all of his glory. We all are going to see what judging righteously is all about. The high priest then ripped his clothes. He said Jesus had spoken blasphemy. They no longer needed the lying witnesses. He told them they had all heard his blasphemy. The Sanhedrin, which consisted of 72 members, was present. Caiaphas asked them what they thought. They answered and said he is guilty of death. They thought that they were giving only Jesus a death sentence, when in reality they were giving themselves one as well. I would hope that after the resurrection of Jesus, many realized their mistake and turned their hearts to Christ. Even in today's world, when a person rejects Christ, they too are giving themselves an eternal death sentence unless they repent of their wickedness and turn from their evil ways. It is only by accepting the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary that man can be saved. The crowd then spit in Jesus' face. They then hit him with their fist. Others smote him with the palm of their hands. By the time they finished their brutality, Jesus was unrecognizable. They tried to get Jesus to prophesy to them. They referred to him as Christ, but in a gesture to make fun of him. They blindfolded him and then asked who had hit him. Peter was sitting outside of the palace. 
he was watching the torture of Jesus. A lady came to him. She said that Peter was with Jesus of Galilee. He denied him before all the people. He said, I know not what you say. He tried to get away by going on the porch. Another saw him and said, this fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, he denied Jesus. He said, I do not know the man. After a while, the standing by came to Peter. They said, surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. All of the disciples were Galileans except Judas. Peter began to curse and to swear. He continued to say he did not know Jesus. After the third denial, the cock crowed just as Jesus had prophesied. Peter remembered the words of the master at that moment. Jesus had said, before the rooster crows, you shall deny me thrice. Peter went out and wept bitterly. We have a choice today if we will accept or deny Christ. To accept Christ is eternal life. To deny Christ is eternal death. Jesus wants you to ask him to come into your heart and allow him to be master of your life. He is ready to forgive every sin you have ever committed if you only confess before him. There is no sinner that is so bad he cannot save or forgive. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. You may find us each week by searching Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast on Google, Stitcher, Amazon, Apple, or Spotify. You may also find us at www.kingdomrock.org. We hope you have a great week. Please continue to pray that the Lord will open doors for us to go into the highways and byways and compel the people to come to Him.